Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here on the Lord's Day. Another gorgeous and beautiful day in my little town of Lodi, California. And I just want to welcome you to the podcast and thank you so much for joining with me and sharing these podcasts with your family and your friends. One of my favorite musical groups of all times was that Australian group, uh, Boys, the Bee Gees. And one of my favorite songs in their large repertoire of songs was a song entitled, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? And when you listen to the chorus of that song, it sounds so very much like a prayer starts with this question and how can you mend a broken heart how can you stop the rain from falling how can you stop the sun from shining what makes the world go around how can you mend this broken man how can a loser ever win please help me mend my broken heart, and let me live again. Now tell me, doesn't that sound like a prayer of a desperate individual? How could a loser ever win? Help me mend my broken heart and let me live again. I think that sadly describes millions of people who are living with a broken heart. Like Psalms 34 verse 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many people are living with broken hearts and crushed spirits, broken marriages, early stage of addictions and depressions and alcoholism people facing bankruptcies, people diagnosed with terrible, debilitating diseases, cancer, Parkinson's, arthritis, severe arthritis, and, and lung disease, and heart disease, and blood diseases of all kinds. In fact, heartbreaking news can come to us from out of nowhere and our hearts get broken. The telephone rings, you answer the call, and you hear the bad news. Well, first of all, how can Jesus heal our broken hearts? Well, he sets us free. Because many who suffer a broken heart suffer from the things of the past. And Jesus Christ can set us free from our past mistakes, our past failures, our past faults. And all of us need to be set free because the pain in our lives is not caused so many times by the devil. It's not just caused by other people sometimes that hurt us or by sickness or accidents. Sometimes our pain is brought on by our own sin and selfishness. We get trapped and oppressed by our own sins. Much like King David was in that kind of pain in Psalms 25 when he prayed, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. 
O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Loving kindness, your truth, and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all day. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they have been from old. Do not remember the sins of my youth nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. And then David also prayed, Turn yourself to me and have mercy on me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have enlarged will bring out of my distresses. Look on my afflictions and my pains and forgive all my sins. See, David needed to be forgiven and released from the pain of his own sins. And my friend, the only person that can do that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In fact, when Jesus went to the synagogue in Nazareth, he read about himself from the book of the Old Testament, Isaiah. And Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, he said, because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. To set at liberty them that are bruised, the King James Version says. The idea behind the word is not someone with a little bruise. It's someone who's been broken in pieces, shattered, crushed. Amen. Shattered and crushed. Have you ever felt like that? Shattered and crushed? Someone says the word means whose heart is crushed by the consciousness of sin. Listen, my friends, there is good news out there. And Jesus is that good news because he really did come to heal the brokenhearted. He came to preach deliverance and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And we are oppressed and we're oppressed by our inability to free ourselves from the burden of our sin. Anyone who's ever struggled with a habit that resisted being broken, anyone who has left good resolutions unkept, anyone who has been cruel when they would have been kind, lazy when they should have been productive or shorted when they should have been patient, knows what the oppressive power of sin is. And there's only one remedy for such oppression, and that is to accept the free gift of God's grace. Like the old hymn says, Come every soul, sin oppressed, there's mercy with the Lord. So just like in Christ's message in Luke 4, we are the poor, the captive, the blind, the oppressed. We are those whom Christ gave his life for on the cross. You know, a lot of people, and misguided as they are, think that Jesus died for just the bad people, the scum of the earth. Perhaps not us. 
who think of ourselves as okay, but we're not okay. God's truth is that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and all of us had a desperate need for a Savior. All of us need to be set free from our sins, and Jesus is the only one who can do that. He's the only one who can save you, and he will save you if you will turn your life over to the Lord and put your trust in him. Sadly, though, many people rejected the Lord, and Jesus rebuked them for their pride and their unbelief. But rather than repent, people hard-hearted, you know, took up rage and sought to, to murder the Savior. Listen, my friends, don't be foolish. Don't be like foolish people who rejected him. Don't try to kill God's grace in your life. Receive the grace of God. He's a friend to you. He's, he's a perfect friend, an eternal friend, a forever friend. He'll be your best friend. And Jesus can heal our hearts by setting us free from the past. That's what the Spirit of the Lord came to do. Amen. To heal the brokenhearted. And one of the greatest miracles that Jesus ever did, remember he restored the blind eyes. They cried out, those blind men cried out as Jesus passed by, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. And Jesus said to them, what do you want me to do? And they said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. Do you need your eyes open today? There's such a blindness in our world, far darker than physical blindness could ever be, spiritual blindness. I know you have to agree with that. The gospel is veiled. It's veiled to those who are perishing. It's veiled to those whose minds the God of this age has blinded and will not believe unless the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ shines into them, shines on them. Most people in our world are as spiritually blind as they can be. But when we see Jesus with our spirits, he helps us to see all life in a brand new way. And the more we see Jesus, the more we live in the light of God's word, the more we will see what really matters in life. You see, lost people aren't the only people who need to see better. Christians are blind too. And as Christians, we need to see better. In the book of Revelation 3, there, there our risen Savior sent a message to the, the lukewarm church in Laodicea. And he said, to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, these things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of creation of God. He said, I know your works, that you're neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. But you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, and I will spew you out of my mouth. You say you're rich and have become wealthy, and you don't need anything. You have need of nothing. And you don't know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. So I, he said, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in eye salve, that you may be rich in white garments, that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed in your own, and anoint your eyes with eyes that you can see. What are you seeing today? 
I can see this. What we need to do is pray to our Father to send us the Holy Spirit, even the Spirit of truth. In fact, all four Gospels tells us that when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit came down. That sweet dove of God who brings a peace that passes all understanding, an inner peace, that serenity, the courage, the confidence that we need to meet life and its troubles comes by the presence of the Holy Spirit. See, we're not unusual, friend. All Christians go through times of heartaches and troubles. But listen, you never have to suffer alone because God will be with you. God is always with you. That's why I declare, put your trust in Jesus, amen. Receive the Lord and know that he is God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and allow him to heal the brokenness. Open your eyes and let the light shine in. Let the truth that surpasses all your understanding rapture your thoughts and garrison your mind and bring victory into your life. How can I mend a broken heart? By putting my heart in the hands of God. That's where we start today on this Lord's Day. Father, help us. Help us to humble our hearts before you. Help us to let your Holy Spirit fill us, Lord. Help us to unlock the worship and praise deep within our breast, Lord. Let it flow like a river, God. Let it mount up like an artesian well and spring forth in victory, song, and joy. This is our prayer today. In Jesus' name, amen.